You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up? The real coach JB here, man. Another slapdick podcast, shooting it live on YouTube, man. Appreciate all my YouTubers out there. Uh, getting my second slapdick podcast in of the week. Tomorrow I'll be back with the coaching one-on-one show, Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, due to the holidays, I didn't do a coaching show yesterday, and even our little Us and Them show on Wednesdays, me and my boy Spree, uh, we had too much ripping and running to do. So we'll be back next this Wednesday night. Quote of the day, man, on this fine Friday, uh, November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, successful people build each other up. They motivate, inspire and push each other. Unsuccessful people just hate, blame, and complain. Ain't that the truth? Unsuccessful people just hate, blame, and complain. Hey, man, that's the truth like no other. I promise you that. Successful people always helping. Man, listen, shit, I cook so much fucking food, man, for just four people. I took a bunch of plates, man, to the corner and was handing them out, man, to all the cats on the street, man, that need it. So, hey, is what it is. I don't need to record it and film it. I just not you, you sleep uh, in in the bed that uh, on the pillow with yourself, and uh, that should be enough, man. You shouldn't have to answer to nobody. But as long as you know what you do, you'll be straight. Um, appreciate you guys joining us on YouTube. Um, Lee, I appreciate you. Yep, get some slap dick in you. Uh, that sounds horrible, but get you some slap dick whiskey, man. Pay the bills, man. This show is brought to you by Bet Online today. Um, the NFL season is in full of swing, even though there's fucking teams dropping like wildfire. And you may not be at the games this year, but you can still be on bet on all the action on betonline.ag. Um, I'll be betting tomorrow, man. Uh, I'm actually betting right now. i got a couple college games going, but there's a bunch of JV games. I don't even bet on the games. I'm just betting on the kids. So I got a few kids playing today. My tight end at Eastern Michigan's balling. Uh, Bryson Cannon. Uh, Richard Bates, our center, is over there. We got dudes on everywhere, man. So from game spreads, totals, to team players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other bet online. Uh, any other place online to bet, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. Go on there and place you some blackjack, man. So head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Um, bet online, your online sports book expert. I'm going to get into some uh, hot topics, man. The football c- continues to be a crapshoot. I don't know how college basketball is going to survive this deal. I don't know how the NBA is going to continue to do this deal without a bubble. Um, but Denver Nuggets, the Ravens, the Steelers, I mean the Denver Nuggets, Denver Broncos, the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, all have issues. Broncos shut down the facility. Um, the ravens Steelers game was canceled. They had Lamar Jackson come up positive yesterday on Thanksgiving. So, I don't know. Is the game going to be played Sunday? I don't know. Cam Newton was out. Patriots played. 
but that doesn't that doesn't mean nothing. They're, they they got coaches involved with the Ravens. There's all kind of shit going on. So I'm gonna be clear. Some cats are asking for four fitchers. All right. Just so everybody's clear, nobody gets fucked more than the players in the NFL. Not. I don't give a fuck about what you talk about. NFL's lowest paid professional sport of the major three. Number one. They don't get the same marketing and, and, and money off the field because we wear a helmet and it blocks our who we are, right? Because if Will Shields, who's in Hall of Fame, probably one of the best offensive linemen ever to play football, walks into Walmart with you, nobody in this room would know who the fuck he was except me. So that's why our marketing's fucked. We wear helmets. We don't get the money off. The, we don't get the endorsements that basketball and baseball players get. But people don't know all those real deal, finite details. So I'm here to give you some knowledge. So we already are behind the eight ball as far as just pay outright. Now, so everyone's clear. Everybody's saying, man, still or the Ravens should forfeit. This is the deal. The Steelers would gain the win. The Ravens would lose the the game in a forfeiture. Both teams' players would lose. Just so everybody's clear. Both teams' players would lose because none of them get paid. None of them get paid <clears throat> in a forfeiture. <clears throat> so make sure we understand the players get fucked once again. And this is the people you're, you're trying to watch play every game. And all these people wanted to come back and play this fucking year. And that's why you had so many opt-outs by all the veteran guys. That's why New England's whole fucking roster's out. And I still don't push it past, put it past Bilicek that that's done. That was a calculated fucking deal. So anyway, but the Broncos are the latest team yesterday um, to close the facility. I just don't know, man. This is getting, if if you're an iffier, man, as we get into colder season, um, flu season. So uh, I don't know. USC Colorado was canceled um, yesterday. So... <laughs> Two undefeated Pac-12 teams. They've only played three games, right? Like, how are they making this game up? How are they going to make this game up? That's why I've always said, and I continue to say, the NCAA have, having no commissioner only fucks this process more and more and more in situations like this. Because in any type of major corporation, there's contingency plans upon contingency plans upon contingency plans. NASA has contingency plans for contingency plans, right? Have to. NCAA college football is a huge conglomerate. It needs to have contingency plans for contingency plans. We don't have a fucking commissioner. But we have a playoff committee that knows nothing about football, that don't even watch the games, Picking who belongs in the top four BCS bowl games because it's a money grab. That's why you saw Candelisa Rice in the fucking bowl committee. <laughs> like, what the fuck does she know about football? Oh, coach, she's a great ambassador for, she knows everything. And uh, she's so great. She's political. And, uh, man, does she know what the fuck BYU's O-line looks like uh, compared to somebody else? This ain't about fucking politics and this ain't about money. It's not supposed to be. We know it is. It's about fucking the kids and playing college football. But we can't even get that right. And we're using these kids like a piece of meat in the meat market. 
and nobody sees it and nobody wants to fucking call it out what it is. But anyway, um, USC Colorado canceled by having no commissioner. It fucks two teams that have any type of shot at all. I don't know why we came back to Pac-12 to even play. If they're going to come back this late, why even play? Let me compare the two things. The SEC came back when they came back. Bama and Alabama just scheduled, or excuse me, Bama and LSU just rescheduled their game they missed a couple weeks ago for December 5th. Why? Because they have the time, they have the contingency plan built in there because they started at a time where they can come in and have make-up games where the Pac-12 didn't. The Pac-12 can't even make up a game, and they got two undefeated, and Oregon's a third undefeated, and they can't even make up the game. So... Bama will play LSU, and for LSU, it means nothing, right? Bama will play LSU, Why SC and Colorado will just continue to go on about their season and play, what, two more games maybe? <laughs> so how the fuck's the committee going to pick this? Like, how do we know Oregon and USC is not good, good enough to play, make it? We don't know. We'll never know, and, and I couldn't put them in there if I was a real committee member because they haven't played enough. Their body of work doesn't require doesn't um, allow it right the body of work don't allow them to be in it so again no commissioner when the when the cats away the mice will play we have no no leadership so because if there was byu would be much higher ranked than 16 it's a slap in the face for anyone that watches football especially in a year like to this year and you don't notice that BYU has a top three quarterback in college football, possibly, and the probably the best O line in college football, and a bunch of older, more mature cats that have already been on a fucking Mormon mission, and you're gonna put them at 16 because their schedule shit. Well, that's not the schedule they played. The original schedule. I mean, some guy pulled it up the other day. Yeah, but they had Pac-12 schools. They had some better schools in there than they do right now. They're playing fucking, you know, UTSA and North fucking Alabama and fucking, they got to play these guys, man. That's just is what it is. And then they ask, well, BYU don't, hasn't played nobody. Well, what are they supposed to do, lose the games they're playing? No, they're supposed to dominate the teams they're playing. That's what you do. Why did the BCS put in the, the point spread system then if it didn't mean nothing? Why does other teams try to run it up on people if it don't mean shit? So there is a point differential system that puts you over somebody else. That's why. So BYU has to try to beat all these teams that aren't very good. And Kalani Sataki, the head coach, a great dude, he ain't backing down from nobody. And he also has a little compassion, and he's not going to try to put 100 on North in Texas or whoever the fuck they played last week. But he has to to try to get in the playoff. And it's not going to happen because they've rated him so low. So, anyway, no commissioner fucks over a lot of other kids an opportunity. And the commissioner, having a commissioner this year is so crucial that you could have had an expanded playoff season this year during the COVID. And you could have experimented with it. And it would have only brought more eyes and money towards your product. BYU, Cincinnati, etc. They could have had more teams in the playoff this year. Why not? Why, why not? why not experiment? Why not expand it? Why not try it? It's a pandemic year. You've already given these kids scholarships for next year back. 
You've already conceded for the most part. Why not bring in some more games, some more teams? You've already cut games short. We've had games off the table because of the COVID, Big Ten and Pac-12. Why not allow more teams in the playoff? It's only getting worse, man. Title of this show, getting fucking worse. Um, so Colorado SC, two pretty decent football teams. I don't know how good they are. We don't know yet. I haven't seen them enough. But they would have played this week, um, and we could have had a, you know, who knows. Um, but now it hurts both of the teams, not just one. It hurts both of them not playing each other. So uh, who knows? Texas put out a statue of the first black Texas uh, Longhorn, man. So I don't know where that came from and why. They're playing right now. Um, but it's about time more schools start doing some shit. Texas is up at half on Iowa State, 13-10. Um, people, somebody asked me, is Texas back? I'm like, no, Texas is not back. They're horrible in a fucked up shitty league. I, they're not even close to being back. Um I don't even know if Texas A&M is back. I don't think they're back. Um, those two programs, in my opinion, should be dominating the state of Texas, and they're not. Baylor has his, has their hand in the in the cookie jar in Texas. Like, there's too many teams in there. In you know, LSU was coming into Houston and Dallas and raping them. You shouldn't. It shouldn't happen, but it's happening, and so it continues to happen, and it looks like. I don't believe Texas and Texas A&M is back by any means. Um, so I don't know, but Bama LSU is rescheduled for for August uh, for December fifth, and uh, we'll see. Nebraska, I don't know, man. You know, um, you know, Scott was 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 Frost was labeled this and that at Central Florida. He goes undefeated. You know, that just tells you the difference. Um, you know, <laughs> you got to try to recruit with the big boys, man. And it's, it seems like, you know, Minnesota beat them out on kids um, in, in, in flex first year, in second year. So I think this is flex third year, and he's declined again, right? It's hard to get, it's hard to get on top and stay there. So people that look at Davo Sweeney and Nick Saban and say, damn, those are the only two cats, in my opinion, that deserve the money they get. And then you have all these old, you have your own personal reasons why Davo shouldn't get it because what he says sometimes. And, you know, either one of them really came out and did a Black Lives Matter fucking deal um, without their publicist. And it took them like two weeks when the whole thing was going on. Um, but I don't know. See, I don't agree, Lee. Um Lee said nobody goes wants to go to cold weather. Um, and, and Adam asked, you know, why? what does Nebraska need to do to get back? Well, this is the thing. Nebraska, Colorado, and Oklahoma dominated the, back in the day what was the Big Eight. Dominated getting California kids, especially L.A. hood inner city kids. Because a lot of them were my buddies, so, right? Darian Hagan goes to Colorado, right? Jamel Holloway goes to Oklahoma. Lawrence Phillips later on goes to Nebraska. Thunder Collins goes to Nebraska. We had a shitload of motherfuckers leaving Watson Compton going to Nebraska, Colorado, and Oklahoma. They were the three best teams in the country, arguably. 
for a couple years in that 80s, early 90s, right? So, unless you're suggesting global warming has made it worse at Nebraska, I don't, I don't believe it's weather, man. Shit. I'll sell ice to an Eskimo. I bet you I wouldn't have a motherfucking problem getting a dude in Nebraska and play in front of 100,000 people every fucking Saturday. Like, how the fuck is that not wanting to happen? That'll warm you up real quick. So, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. The best coach for Michigan won't get the job because that's how it happens. South Carolina just interviewed Beamer's son yesterday, Shane why is Shane Beamer, a, 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 what the fuck has Shane Beamer done to get an interview at South Carolina? You know what he's done? He was shot out by his dad, Frank Beamer. It's who you know, not what you know. <laughs> he's not, Shane Beamer is not the fucking dude there, bro. It's a recyclable business, man. And not one of these dudes, is they just haven't figured it out, these presidents and ADs, which blows my mind. It's really sad for the kids. Again, these kids need to use the platform to keep pushing the narrative that says we, wanna in, we want some insight and want some say on who we hire. Let us interview guys. I would put the kids on a panel and let the kids pick a few coaches they want to hire, interview, and then put a few players on the interview committee. And I guarantee you, that'll give you a better insight on who to hire. But these presidents and ADs are scared to do that. Imagine them bringing me in and having kids on the interview panel at South Carolina. Get the fuck out of here. The game is over. I'm the new head coach of South Carolina, right? They'll never do something like that. They're too scared to go outside the box. They're not going to bring in guys that will rock the boat. And they all, they all think because, you, know, uh, you know, a show depicted me in a certain light, so obviously everybody's going to be scared of me. But at the same time, you know, you got to understand, man, there's some, there is some real um, truth to these things that it's who you know, not what you know. These ADs and presidents will continue to recycle. They'll end up paying a guy $15 million to leave in three years, and they'll do the same fucking thing over and over. You can't tell me these presidents and ADs aren't fucking ignorant and just blinded. They're blinded by ignorance, man. It's unbelievable to me. So, insanity, man. They're truly insane. <laughs> They're doing the same shit over and over and expecting to get a different result. It blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. So, um, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know um, who gets it. I don't know, you know, why, but that's the bottom line. Um, that's my opinion. Shane Beamer now is all of a sudden an interview candidate in South Carolina. I mean, come on. His dad knows somebody, man. His dad's a legend at Virginia Tech. His dad knows people. That's how the fucking thing happens. So, just so we're clear. So, Urban will never go to South Carolina. Urban don't want that. He's too old in the game. Urban's only school, in my opinion, would be USC. That's just my opinion. Um, 
I don't even believe Texas. He would go to Texas. I think it's L.A. because of Fox, what he's doing after football. If he were to take a job, um, he would take the SC job, and that's probably the only job. So to answer Michael's question, the, the, the person that should replace Jim Harbaugh is Coach Allen, good friend of mine, the head coach at the University of Indiana right now. He's the best coach for the position. Why? He's recruiting that corridor. Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, number one. He knows the kids and recruits, and he's relevant. Number two, you can tell by his how he talks to those kids. The kids buy into him. They believe in him. They could have beat Ohio State last week very simply, right? They, they very well, they really easily could have beat Ohio State last week. Um, and uh, they didn't, obviously, but they could have. And so... Now my camera went off. Let me see what's going on. Um, so we got a technical difficulty day. But anyway, they could have beat a few teams. Um, Indiana, Coach Allen is the best option for Michigan, in my opinion. But he won't ever get a sniff because he's not the name they want. They're going to go after some fucking NFL guy or some shit like that. And... uh and you're going to have these type of things happen. So that's just what it is, man. So I don't know. That's just what this business is, man. It's a who you know, not what you know business. And unfortunately, that's what happens. So I'm trying to fix my camera for you guys here. Uh, let's see. I don't think Dabo Sweeney will go to the Texans. What gives Dabo Sweeney? Why do people think that Dabo Sweeney is ready for the NFL? <laughs> people don't get it, man. They all they, these people are so quick to fucking judge. Dabo Sweeney would be a horrible head coach in the NFL. That's just my opinion, but I could be totally wrong. But the NFL understands something. You have to be have some integrity and some type of instant having an instant it factor if you're the head coach of an NFL team that's going to be successful. Because remember, those players make more than you. So 90% of them think they are going to fucking not have to do what you say unless you have something over them or you are somebody that has some type of, you know, it factor. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. I apologize, man. My camera went out on you guys. I don't know why. It won't pop up. This happened before, but. So, I don't know. Um, so, it is what it is, man. Um, Christian Melhorn, I appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, I apologize. I don't know why the camera's out. Um Don't know what to do on that. So anyway, yeah, man, you know, it's just a it's a it's a sk shitty situation, man. I don't think Double Sweeney can ever coach at that level. Um, you know, he's more of a administrator. Um, you know, I believe he can coach though. Don't get it twisted. Double knows what he's doing. He's a great whiteout guy too. Um, I I got a kid from him when he was the whiteout coach as a youngster at Clemson under at the time Tommy Bowden. Um, and he came out to Compton and played for me. 
Um, so I know a little bit about him. Um, and uh, I'm just telling you, I don't believe he's an NFL guy at all. But he does a great job where he's at. I would never want to leave Clemson for the NFL. That's just me. Um, but see what happens. Yeah, Saban learned. A young Pete Carroll learned. Pete Carroll figured it out and went back. That's why he's successful now again. And he should have two Super Bowls. He should, probably, he should be the only coach in the country ever, ever to have multiple national championships and multiple Super Bowls. He's a no-brainer no first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, to, Michael, sorry. You know, that they, they Coach Allen should be on the top of Michigan's list, but he just I, I just don't see it happening because he's not that name. He's not that flamboyant, flashy. That's what's crazy about it. They want this flamboyant, flashy guy, but then they don't want that flamboyant, flashy guy to rock the boat or do anything that's outside the box. So they want to make sure they can control you inside this realm of in this box. And that's the crazy part about these presidents and ADs, man. It's what's sad about the business. And the kids are the ones actually getting fucked off um, at the end of the day. So who knows, man? I don't know. Uh, it is what it is. Who's watching the Mike Tyson fight tomorrow? Um, that that fight's on tomorrow. Uh, I'm torn, man, because a lot of people, I think, are hating on the fact that Roy Jones Jr. is a dude, too. Um, he's a dude. And not only can he throw some with some power, uh, even though he's a lot lighter, he's very fucking strategic, and he can box. He can, he's, he, he can actually box. He's not just a scrapper like Tyson. He can actually box. Tyson looks great on the bag and shit, but is he going to make? Is he going to be able to box with Roy Jones and not get frustrated? Because I still think he's going to get frustrated like he did against Evander Holyfield if he don't knock the dude out early. But remember, listen to what we're saying, man. These are fifty fucking three year old dudes fighting. I like. Are you sure you want to watch this motherfucking bloodbath, man? I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm torn. I don't know who I'm going to pick to win it. Um, so, yeah, I'm watching at the house, man. I'll just be chilling. Um, see what happens. But don't sleep on Roy Jones. Um, Sam Darnold's supposed to return to the Jets, man. In my opinion, he's auditioning for other teams at this point. He's auditioning to for other teams to either get picked up when they draft Trevor Lawrence, or I don't believe he's auditioning to be the Jets quarterback anymore. I just think they're over that. You got to take the best player on the board. It's going to be Trevor Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are going to take Trevor Lawrence, and I believe that Sam Darnold's auditioning to go somewhere else at this point. So we'll see. Um, see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Um but I believe he's auditioning to get picked up by someone else next year, either as a backup or or someone else. Uh, you know, I think Dak's in a fucked up spot, man. I think they fucked him. I don't believe he's that. I don't believe he's top tier quarterback anyway. Um, but I believe that he. I believe that he. Um, with the injury now, I believe he's really fucked, man. And I just don't see him paying him, number one. Number two, um, 
I believe he's going to be a journeyman the rest of his ways. And I think he's 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 better than the Wences. I believe he's better than the Mayfields. He's better than a lot of these guys. But he's not Mahomes, Rodgers. You know, he's not those guys. I don't think he's even Deshaun Watson, who I don't even, I'm not even as high on as a lot of people are. So, but remember I had a show called Marketplace because I, I, it's the market that controls the money. And, uh, when you pay a guy like Kirk Cousins and, and Wentz, you're going to get the market is so high. You're going to get have to pay guys that are average, man, in my opinion. So who knows? Um, we'll see. Um, so I think they should. I mean, at this point, man, the Cowboys are in a fucking situation where you're going to have to probably start to rebuild that whole organization, right? And Jerry Jones is 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 the one that's that's he's the guy to start pointing at himself. He hired a coach that is out of sorts. He he's out of touch, and so, so I think he can coach, right? Obviously, he's a good coach, I believe. But I believe he's out of touch with today's players, and I believe he lost the locker room a long time ago. He's in a bad situation too, being in the COVID year, being in a year that's, you know. Loses Dak, uh, you got a you got a guy like Zeke who 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 rather be on boats and yachts right now with broads on Instagram than than carry the football and, and hold on to it. So you know, in my opinion, um, you got a lot of issues going on there, and uh, you know you get beat by a team with no name with by a quarterback who who basically could be the greatest story in professional sports history on a return season with Alex Smith coming back to throw for 400 yards last week and then to come back and beat you last night by 30. Alex Smith, I mean, fuck, man. What a story, right? And uh, San Diego, California kid, um, you know, played for Urban Meyer at Utah. Um, You saw Urban's tweet about him last night, you know. Alex is a resilient dude, and we'll see what happens. Um, so, follow it down and see if it's plugged in or something because it's off. So I'm trying to get my camera on, man. Um, I don't know why. What's wrong with it? So, so anyway. Um, So anyway, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, how about the how about the fucking Cowboys strength conditioning coach dying? Man, that's fucked up. You know, he's a fucked up deal. There, he dies. Two thousand twenty just continues to get worse, man. Um, and so we'll see. Uh, that's a sad situation, man. Young young dude, relatively speaking, young dude. Um, so I don't know. Um, Two and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, uh, you know, shit, man. I talked about the whole. I talked about the whole Tua deal. I thought it was. I thought they had a chance to win the conference, and they should have stuck with Fitzpatrick. But then after he made the move, I I started calling Coach Flores Coach of the Year. Right, that's just what it is, man. You score a touchdown or you don't. I mean, you win the game or you don't. And once that happens, it changes the thought process on everyone's assumptions, right? Remember, assuming will make ass out of you. 
And I believe that Coach Flores made the right decision. They didn't turn the ball over very much. And then last week, too, it has a come to reality of the NFL game, which I've been telling everybody will happen. And then they bench him, right? And they lose. And uh, now you're going to see, is it going to become a spectacle or is it going to be back to, are they going to be able to even, uh, you know, level the waters out and balance the boat? I don't know. Um, They are in Miami after all. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to give you my picks of the week, man. Um, Nothing? Um, So let me get to my picks. Can I plug it where the the source is and re-plug it back in? You don't find it to the computer? You don't know where it's at? Oh, you didn't find it. Oh, you don't, you can't trace the cord? So, um, again, YouTubers, I don't know what happened to my fucking camera, man. I'm not a technologically deal, uh, sound guy. So, I'm going to give you my picks, man. Obviously, last week's, last night's over. Baltimore not even playing. Um, I'm going to take Vegas plus point plus a half a point this weekend um, to um, at Atlanta. I'm going to take Vegas at Atlanta. Um, you know, I think they played well against the Chiefs. They beat their ass once. They sh- they could easily won again last week, and they're either going to hit their they're going to either hit their heads flat on their face or they're going to come back and bounce back. And if they bounce back and beat Atlanta, I believe they're going to prove they're a good team. Chargers at Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo minus five and a half. They're favored by five and a half. I'm going to take Buffalo on this one. Uh, At Buffalo, it's getting colder. I believe Buffalo wins that one. Giants at Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Giants. They're favored by four and a half. No Burrow. I'm taking the Giants. Um Tennessee coming off a high against Baltimore again uh, with the late, you know, heroic touchdown run by Henry. I'm going to take Tennessee, who's minus three and a half at Indy. Indy's good, man. I'm just telling you. Indy's playing as well as probably anybody in the fucking league right now. And uh, if Rivers can continue not to hurt the team, they're going to be able to uh, make some noise in this thing. So that's that's an interesting game to me. But I'm going to take Tennessee riding a high wave. Uh, Carolina, favored by three and a half at Minnesota. I believe Kirk Cousins is who he is. Uh, I think Carolina is on a high. They're going to cover uh, the three and a half. Arizona, I'm taking them minus two and a half at New England. Um, I think New England's hit rock bottom. I think they're done for the year now. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if New England wins this game at all. But at the same time, they still, I don't believe they have much to play for going forward. Arizona has everything to play for. Uh, Miami at the Jets. The Jets are just who they are. Darnold's back. Um, We're going to see, like I said, man, as Miami figured out how to balance the ship um, with the Tua situation, they're favored by six and a half. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep Miami. Um, and I think I lied to you guys. Carolina is actually the underdog at Minnesota. So I'm taking Carolina at Minnesota. Um, Cleveland, they're, they're fucking favored at Jacksonville by six and a half. I'm going to take them, man. Jacksonville, I think, hit rock bottom as well. I'm taking Denver, though, man, to, to uh, they're five and a half point dogs to New, to New Orleans at Denver. I'm going to take Denver to cover that. 
The Rams are favored by seven and a half. We're going to see about the Rams. Remember, they got waxed by the Niners early in the season. They're favored by seven and a half after beating the Tampa. So I'm going to take the Rams to cover the seven and a half. But we're going to see, man, because 49ers like talking shit and golf can't play when you talk shit. And I'm curious to see if this motherfucker can rise, get over the hump. Kansas City at Tampa Bay, man. Tampa Bay is two and a half point dogs. Man, I, I, this is my deal. I'm not sold on Tampa Bay. I haven't been. I've been telling everybody that the whole year. I think Kansas City's going to play Seattle in the Super Bowl. I'm sticking to that. But this is the game I believe that's going to continue to talk about. It's going to have ESPN announcers continuing to say Tampa's the team to come out the NFC, where I don't believe it. But this is the game they have to prove that, and I, th- I think they're going to cover the two and a half. They're going to have to win that game, in my opinion, to cover the two and a half. But we'll see. Kansas City smokes them, then I'm done with Tampa Bay rhetoric. I don't want to hear no more. Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by seven and a half. I'm going to roll with that after the debacle at late against Indy last week. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers big um, over Chicago. Seattle at Philly. Seattle's favored by four and a half at Philly. Uh, I know they cover well on the road because it's a, it's a nighttime game. So they're not going uh, to play an early morning game like they did at Buffalo, that, that game. So I'm going to take Seattle to cover the four and a half at Philly. And the total points scored in that game is going to be 51. So that's my uh, bet. I got a pool playing, obviously, so just so we're clear. But those are my picks, man, um, for this weekend. Uh, hopefully all the games are played. Obviously, Buck and Baltimore won't be played because they're fucking the whole COVID deal. But we'll see what happens. So I got the Raiders covering Atlanta. Now, the Raiders screw up, then I know that they're just the Raiders, same old Raiders. If the Raiders can bounce back after a tough loss at Kansas City, then I believe they're they're uh, they're in the mix. Shout out to my boy Max Crosby, plays for the Raiders, D.N., um, He's a, he's he's got a shot to make the Pro Bowl, man. Um, even though they're playing it like on Madden or some shit this year. But anyway, um, so we'll see. Um, see what happens, man. But uh, hey, appreciate you guys coming in, man. Like I said, I wanted to get this slapdick podcast out the way. Brought to you by Bet Bet Online. Appreciate you guys on YouTube. Sorry, my fucking camera went out. Um, get back to the coaching one on one show tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific. And, uh, hey, man, be safe. Watch some college football today. Eat the rest of your turkey. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow or next or Monday with another Slapdick Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance yeah, for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Last chance for me.